0: Hey friends, welcome to the You, Are you podcast. My name is Jenny Leanne and I'm the writer and artist behind the Yay Project. Come join in as we encourage each other to celebrate our God-given design, pursue our kingdom calling, and most of all, love God 100%. Can't wait to praise God with you. Chapter 5, Love God 100%. It's hard to describe what it's like to be loved, isn't it? Not that we don't try. Look at books like Psalms and Songs of Solomon, or at things like pop songs, poems, greeting cards. When we love someone, we want to make it known. As humans, though, our love can be fickle. When someone hurts us intentionally or unintentionally, our reaction can be to take away our love and hide our hearts. The pain can feel too great. But as we grow in knowledge of both God's love for us and the truths in his word, we realize that love isn't supposed to be a competition. We aren't to love only when we're loved back. God's love for us is unconditional, and he wants us to love others the same way. It might sound like a really tough thing to do, and sometimes it really, really is. But we can trust if God's called us to something, he's going to help us do it. So what does God say about love? Verses about love are placed all throughout the Bible. There's a verse for every situation we'll face in life. Whether we have questions about God's love for us, in marriage, for our enemies in general, we'll find what we need in God's Word. John 3.16 For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. John 13, 34-35 So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And of course, the oft-mentioned 1 Corinthians 13 Shall we take a moment and ask God to give us fresh revelation about these truths? We've likely heard these verses before, but there's always more truth that we can glean from them. When I did it, I felt God grip my heart and remind me of the gift of Jesus. Imagine being asked to give away a favorite item. This could be anything from a childhood memento or a brand new handbag, something that means a lot to us. And if we felt God say to give it away, I think many of us would probably struggle. God's brought me to a place where I want to love and serve him with my whole life. And still, I don't think it would be an easy thing for me to do immediately. But God gave us his one and only son. He watched as Jesus grew in Mary's womb, adored his transition from baby into a man, delighted in his every breath, and knew that after 30 plus years, he would eventually be treated horribly and killed so he could save sinful humans. Imagine if we were called to do that. And the truth is that sometimes we are called to do things like this. Look at Abraham. During the last time I struggled with waiting for one of God's promises, a friend gently remind, reminded me of the time God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, Genesis 22. It's easy to say, what? Like, why would God tell us he's going to bless us with something, do it, and then take it away? But we know from this story that God doesn't actually want Isaac's life. He wants Abraham's whole heart. He says in Genesis 22, 12, Do not lay a hand on the boy. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. We won't always understand God's wisdom. I mean, come on, be honest, right? Like sometimes it takes us a long time to even understand worldly wisdom. Like think about our school days. But what incredible love that God both gives us strength to handle whatever he allows to happen to us, Philippians 4.13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength and that he intercedes for us when we don't know what to pray. Romans 8.26. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. What love. But what about Loving God when we don't feel loved. Maybe we've started to seek God, but we don't always hear him. Maybe our prayers haven't been answered for so long, we're starting to doubt whether God loves us at all, or maybe if he even exists. If these thoughts have ever come into your mind, I pray you cast them away and ask God to help you see his truth read your bible put on a christian podcast or sermon listen to a worship song declare the truth and wait for god to meet you god promises that when we seek him we will find him jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me some days we might not feel god's love as strongly as other days but that doesn't mean god isn't loving us as much Perhaps we'll never understand why we go through valleys or dry seasons, but God knows what He's doing and has given us tools to hold on to the truth that He loves us. For me, the Psalms are such a great comfort during these times. The writers powerfully understood the breadth and depth of human emotions, didn't they? Take a look at these verses from Psalm 145 14 to 21. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts those bent beneath their loads. The eyes of all look to you in hope. You give them their food as they need it. When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. The Lord protects all those who love him, but he destroys the wicked. I will praise the Lord and may everyone on earth bless his holy name forever and ever. God's love is about so much more than feeling loved. We can literally go to him about everything. If you're wanting to experience more of God's love, why not pray these words back to him? Sometimes, in my experience, he might answer by shifting our emotions. We might have felt so angry or so sad, but suddenly the fog lifts and we just feel better. Other times, God might speak through a still small voice, or maybe a Bible verse or worship song lyric will come to mind to bring sweet comfort. It can take some time before we trust that we're not just making things up. That God is really real, speaking to us, highlighting things, wanting to share our burdens every day. But keep praying and seeking and wait and see. Make notes in a journal and track how God speaks to you over time. He'll do it for you, I'm confident, because he has done it for me taken me from a lukewarm Christian who often stopped praying and tried to become self-sufficient as soon as life got smooth, to a woman who now prays daily whatever the season because she's realized that God speaks daily and there's no better way to live life than being totally in love with our God Almighty. May we wise up and never let the enemy feed us lives that we're not loved, lovely, lovable, We were bought with a price because of God's great love for us. That's the truth. May we believe it, see it, declare it. Now, God's expression of love, sometimes it's unexpected, but it's always perfect. No matter how young or old we are, we probably have an idea of what amazing love looks like. God's love for us is even better than that. It's probably way better than that. And once we realize this, telling and showing God we love him can be all we want to do. When I sought God with all of my heart and he revealed more truths to me, my life was changed. There was nothing I wanted to do more than spend every second with him. Technically, we always have God with us, but I wanted a relationship that was tangibly real. Just as I would spend time hanging out with friends and family, I wanted to not only have daily Bible reading and prayer times, but also schedule hangouts to fast and pray and dream and walk and talk and worship and seek his face. He was my love above all, and I was desperate for him. Maintaining this kind of intimacy is like any other relationship. God made us and will always love us, but he also gave us free will. He doesn't force us to love and worship him. He wants us to genuinely want to do this. In our culture, it's not normal to live for others, let alone live for God. Popular culture doesn't encourage us to die to self. And it can be really easy to spend more time soaking in worldly attitudes than God's truths if we're not careful. For example, spending way more hours on TV shows and gossip magazines than in the Word listening to sermons. I pray we always remember that God is God, and as royal daughters, we have special privileges. We can be in God's presence, learning about eternal truths. We have special duties. God has a plan for us that He wants us to carry out. It's our privilege to live for our King and receive his love and his lessons. On the evening of my 31st birthday, I wrote a reflection of God's love, which I'll read in a second. There had been so many instances that season where God had loved me so beautifully, so tangibly, and I longed for more of the same. So for the first time ever, as someone who loves birthdays, I decided that I wanted to spend my entire birthday with just God so I could be loved by him. And honestly, I thought he would honor my heart and pour out his love like I wanted. But instead, he poured out unexpected truths that showed me once again that God's love is unlike any other. In his infinite wisdom, he takes us deeper and gives us what's best for us. Even if we can't see it yet, even if we never see the full picture while we're on earth, he's got a plan to stretch us, mature us, and deeply love us in the most satisfying way. The reflection went, Most years, I want to celebrate my birthday lavishly. Honestly, I even like celebrating my half birthday. But this year was different. I truly, genuinely just want to spend it simply with God. Tomorrow I will celebrate with friends, but today I want to choose God first. Because I never have on my birthday before. You know how excited we can get at the thought of spending a whole day with someone we love, especially someone we're just falling in love with. That's the excitement I wanted To have a chance to fan the flames of my love for God after finally realizing that no fancy dinner, no present, no special trip, not that these things are bad, ever comes close to the joy of just being in God's presence. So I waited expectantly for God to pour out his love on me today. I thought he would tangibly stir my heart and give me lots of specific words and affirmations about my future. Honestly, I thought he would smother me with his love, answer some prayers, and just make me feel really happy. But instead, I felt God ask me to submit my will to his. During my prayer and journaling session earlier, an old favorite worship song came to mind. Your will above all else, my purpose remains, the art of losing myself and bringing you praise from hell songs from the inside out. And then later in the day, I felt him nudge me to do something that made absolutely zero sense. But the last time he asked me to do something similar, I ignored multiple reminders before he eventually stopped and I had to deal with repent of my disobedience. So I wrote it down and thought maybe I'd do it tomorrow. It's my birthday, after all. I just want to be loved. But time passed and I wasn't feeling any more loved. Instead, the reminder came again. So, very confused, I pouted, like, did God really say that again? Got in bed and began to read a Christian book by Bill Johnson, and these words stuck out. But understanding is not required for obedience. A normal Christian is one who obeys the revelations and promptings of the Holy Spirit without understanding. Well, that stirred me up. I did the thing that I thought made no sense and just gave it to God. All of a sudden, feeling drained, I went on Facebook, scrolled, and saw that Chris Ballatin had posted an article titled, Does God Ever Supersede Our Will in Providential Times? What a topic! I clicked, started reading, and again, God's message rang out loud and clear. It said, God is moving in the midst of all. And it's vital we learn to move with him even when we don't understand. Okay, God, I hear you. Sometimes when our lives are going well, we can get comfortable. We start to assume God will show us love in certain ways like he has before. But God isn't a cookie cutter kind of God. He wants to grow us, stretch us, shape us according to his will. We might not get the shaping process or understand what the final design will be, but we can know that we know God and he has already won the war. End of my reflection. So may we remember that no one loves better than God and he loves us 100%. Let's choose to love him 100% right back. Key takeaways. God's love is the only love that will 100% satisfy. God's love for us is deeper than we could ever imagine. God's expression of love may be unexpected, but it's always perfect. God's love will transform your life. Prayer points. God, help me love others like you love them. God, help me see others like you see them. God, help me to understand how to share your love with others. God, help me to live each day rooted in your love for me. Thank you for listening to the URU podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share the episode. Let's share God's love together. For podcast updates, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow Ye Podcast on Instagram. For reflections and art, follow the.yay.project on Instagram. Sending you lots of love and let's praise God together again next time.